section forty three of india persia mesopotamia and palestine this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by jim locke of floyd virginia the world's story volume two india persia mesopotamia and palestine edited by eva march tappan section forty three the amusements of an eastern king nineteenth century by a member of the household of nusir udin late king of uda the favour and intimacy which the european members of the household enjoyed were by no means pleasing to the higher native nobility of uda nay were altogether displeasing this was natural enough for the nawab and the commander of the forces and the general at the head of the police raja buktar singh by name were all secondary beings when the barber was by it is not right or proper for these gentlemen urged the nawab to enter into the presence with their shoes and boots on we never do your majesty is somewhat over-condescending in allowing it believe me your majesty's august father of happy memory ghazi Udin, the great and magnificent would never have suffered it the king was taken aback for a moment at this bold speech from one usually so humble and so pliant but rushan Udala had screwed his courage to the speaking point and was not to be answered with a look am i a greater man than the king of england nawab asked his majesty your majesty is the greatest king in india greater than the emperor of delhi may the asylum of the world live a thousand years such was the wily courtier's evasive answer rushan Udala said the king am i a greater man than the king of england it's not for your majesty's servant to say that any one is greater than his lord listen to me nawab and you general listen to me the king of england is my master and these gentlemen would go into his presence with their shoes on shall they not come into mine then do they come before me with their hats on answer me your excellency they do not your majesty no that is their way of showing respect they take off their hats and you take off your shoes but come now let us have a bargain Walla, but i will get them to take off their shoes and leave them without as you do if you will take off your turban and leave it without as they do the nawab never said a word more on the subject he was silenced the loss of the turban is the greatest of indignities among mussulmans may my father's head be uncovered if i do is no uncommon asseveration with them when urged to perform what they will not or when anxious to show that the commission of an action is far from their thoughts the above conversation which surprised us all so much that the king got his secretary to make a note of it for everything done at court is chronicled will show that the king was no fool 
when he allowed his judgment and his reason to guide him it was only when governed by foolish whim or drunken caprice that he was childish and absurd we were in a large walled-in garden at chongunja one of the park palaces the garden might have been some three or four acres in extent and was surrounded with a high wall some one had been describing the game of leap-frog to his majesty or else he had seen some pictures of it and it had taken his fancy mightily the natives were left without the garden the heavy gates were swung to and his majesty commanded that we should forthwith begin the captain of the bodyguard made a back for the tutor the librarian stood for the portrait painter away we went like schoolboys beginning with very low backs for none of us were very expert in the game but gradually making backs higher and higher tutor barber captain librarian portrait painter off we were like overgrown schoolboys now up now down it was hot work i assure you the king however did not long stand a quiet spectator of the scene he would try too his majesty was very thin and not over strong i happened to be nearest him at the time and he ran toward me calling out i made a back for him and he went over easily enough he was very light and a good horseman so that he succeeded in the vault he then stood for me i would have given a good deal to have been excused but he would not have it so and to have refused would have been to have offended him mortally i ran vaulted down went the back down i went with it and his majesty the king and the author of these reminiscences went rolling together among the flower-beds he got up annoyed boppery bop but you are as heavy as an elephant he exclaimed i was afraid he would have been in a passion but he was not the barber adroitly made a back for him forthwith and over he went blithely the tutor a thin spare man was the lightest of our party and the king made a back for him and succeeded in getting him safely over it was then all right away they went vaulting and standing round and round until his majesty was tired out and wanted iced claret to cool him the game was frequently renewed afterward it was about christmas time christmas is called in india the great day of the sahibs and we were conversing about it in this very garden at chan gunja where the leapfrog had been first tried christmas sports led to a description of what winter was winter led to snow snow to snowballing we described to his majesty the art and pastime of snowballing as well as we could to a man who had never seen snow it was not easy to describe it vividly the garden abounded with a large yellow flower peculiar to india the smaller varieties of which are used to ornament houses in calcutta at christmas time it is not quite so large as a dahlia but somewhat similar in appearance when snowballing had been described to the king as well as we could describe it he pulled three or four of these yellow flowers and threw them at the librarian who happened to be the most distant of the party like good courtiers all followed the royal example and soon every one was pelting right and left 
these yellow flowers were our snowballs and we all entered into the game with hearty good will the king bore his share in the combat right royally discharging three missiles for one that was aimed at him he laughed and enjoyed the sport amazingly before we had concluded we were all a mass of yellow leaves they stuck about our hair and clothes and on the king's hat in a tenacious way what the gardeners must have thought of the matter when they came to set the garden to rights again we did not stop to conjecture it was enough that the king was amused he had found out a new pleasure and enjoyed it as long as those yellow flowers continued in bloom End of section forty three this recording is in the public domain recording by jim locke